broadcasting from our studios at Lehman Middle School in Huachicala, Illinois, this is Latinos in Action Podcast. Latinos in Action Podcast is brought to you by latinosinaction.org and Lehman Values. Everybody in with Lehman Values. Hola, welcome to our very first Latinos in Action Podcast. I am your hostess, Melanie Cost. Today we have a very special guest. She is part of the West Chicago Latino community. She is a member of the West Chicago District 33 Board of Education. She is a former West Chicago District 33 student, and she is running for state representative. Please welcome Ms. Karina Villa. Ms. Villa, thank you for being with us. You are la madrina of our show. Thank you, Melanie. That's quite an honor. It's wonderful to be here, and thank you for choosing me for this, for this uh, podcast. Of course. Uh, let me ask you, so you grew up in West Chicago. Where did you go to school? Yes, I'm a lifelong resident of West Chicago, and I went to school from kindergarten through sixth grade at Indian Old School. That was before we had sixth graders here at the middle school. Then I attended uh, the West Chicago Middle School. That's what it was called before it turned into um, the West Chicago Junior High, I apologize, uh, before it turned into to a middle school. And then I graduated the high school in 1996. Nice. Where are you originally from? Uh, originally born and raised here in West Chicago, but my mom is from uh, Michoacán, mm. uh, un pequeño pueblo que se llama Bocaneo, oh. cerca de Sinapecuaro. Yes. And my dad is from Durango. We don't have many people from Durango here in West <laughs> Chicago, but um, he's from Santa Maria del Oro, Durango. Nice. What did you want to be when you were a child? Well, my mom says that she always knew I was going to be someone who helped others because uh, when I was in elementary school at Indianola, we used to have students with special needs in one of the classrooms. So I would, um, during my lunch periods, I would volunteer to go and work with some of these students uh, with their reading and uh, just in, in different ways. One student in particular I'll never forget was a little girl with down syndrome uh, whose name was Becky so we became good friends and she ended up being in in ballet with me and it was wonderful because I got to see um, just that everyone brings unique talents to the table uh, even though there might be big differences so uh, I think it was from then that I realized that I was going to end up being something that would help others. Who was your inspiration when you were young? Uh, this is a great question. There's many people who inspired me, but I would always say that the two people that inspired me the most were my parents. You know, being um, immigrants into a country where uh, there weren't many people who understood our culture and our race and our values. Um, they were always just hard workers and wanted the best for, for my brother and for myself. And they actually helped out a lot of families in the community and I, I really admired them. So I would say my parents. Your parents, huh? Are you proud to be a Latina? Absolutely. I mean, it's like one of those things that's, it's inseparable. It's, it's hard to say like what part of me is just Karina the person and Karina the Latina. Uh, I'm um, just, I, I think that our traditions are rich in terms of 
having grown up in the church, I go to St. Mary's, which maybe some of you go to St. Mary's as well. So just part of like the Catholic faith, along with obviously all our beautiful traditions of celebrations of parties and quinceañeras, um, but also the family values of coming together when anyone's in time of need, um, you know, just being there for each other, taking care of our elders, watching out for our children, um, la musica latina, que también me encanta. So all of those things are uh, just reasons why I am pr proud of being Latina. That's great. Um, was it ever hard to, to grow up as a Latina? So, like I mentioned, I went to school at Indianola. I think that I was one of the only Latinas in my grade from kindergarten until sixth grade. Um, my brother was a year older than me, so he was always in school with me as well. He, my brother was always kind of a protector, just uh, like like uh, big brothers do, you know. So I think that he took a lot more of the brunt of um, that stigmatization of, oh, this is a um, this is a, a brown family or a Mexican family. I know he struggled quite a bit with it. My mom tells a story of one time he came home from school and it was winter and he was just a little kid and he loved hot chocolate, but she offered him hot chocolate and said, "Mijo, let's have some hot chocolate." And he's like, "No, I don't want it. I don't want that. I just want regular milk." She's like, "Don't, Tony. Why don't you want hot chocolate? Like that doesn't make sense. You love hot chocolate." He's like, "I don't want to drink the chocolate milk because I don't want my skin to be brown." So, like when my mom tells those stories, it's heartbreaking to me to know that my brother went through those things. I think I was much more sheltered, um, maybe because of the fact that he was around as my protector. Um, but I never really experienced those things that that my brother uh, experienced. Have you faced criticism for being a Latina? So, um, when my students or my community members or other people who are Latinos get criticized, I feel as though I'm personally being criticized as well. I don't, no one has ever come up to me and, and said negative things to me personally, but as you're aware, um, it, at the national level, there has been some pretty intense negative comments made about um, Latino immigrants. And when you generalize about a community or about a group of people um, as being bad, that, that includes me, especially if you're criticizing, like if you're cr criticizing females, then I take it personally because I'm a female. So if you're criticizing Latinos or you're criticizing immigrants, then I take it personally because those are my parents. That's me. That's my blood. Um, so I do take it as a personal um, attack uh, when, when people are uh, criticizing the Latino community. What difference do you hope to make for our community? I want to make a difference for all of you. Uh, that's why I do what I do. Uh, sorry, I, I'm getting a little emotional. There's only like 32 days uh, before our election, right? So I know that you all know that I'm running for office. So there's only 32 more days. And if people ask me, like, why did you decide to run? Or they, they ask, like, what, what was the... What was the catapult for you to, to decide to go into public office? It's simply because I want to make a difference for my community starting here in West Chicago. I want all of you to be able to 
look up to someone and say, if Karina can do it, we can do it too. In fact, one of my former students who was, I used to work here at the middle school, so one of my former students recently reached out. She's in her 20s now, and uh, she used to be a little bit of a troublemaker. She kind of hung out with the wrong crowd. Uh, she would always say, Ms. V, I remember when you used to yell at me all the time. I'm like, yes, I remember. Uh, but she's doing great things now. But I remember, she, so she just recently last week reached out to me, and she said, Ms. V, I saw you on television. You're, there's a commercial on. And, and I just thought to myself, oh, there's Ms. Via. She's on TV. And, and she goes, and I thought to myself, I can do anything. Ms. Via's on TV. I can do anything I want. And that's what I want. I want all of you to look and say, you know, Karina went to school here in West Chicago. She worked in, in our town and look at her now. She's doing that. That means we can do that and we can do more than that. That's the, the difference that I'm hoping to make. What would be your dream job? My dream job? Um, my dream job was, and, and uh, I was very blessed to have achieved it. My dream job was working here at Lehman Middle School. Um, I was a school social worker in the district for 10 years. And I remember wh when I was an intern, uh, I was still in college, I was interning here at the middle school. And I always thought, like, that's my dream job. I want to work at the middle school. And so I achieved it. I was able to call Mr. Tamayo colleague. We, we, uh, we worked well together. I loved it. It was my the highlight, I think, of my career. Um, and if I could go back to one point in my career, it would be uh, going back to working here at Lehman Middle School because I, it's just, it was my, the, my highlight of, of my career. Why did you decide to be what you are now? So, um, so what I am now, so I'm a school social worker, but I've taken a leave of absence. So I guess what I am now is a, is a candidate for political office. Um, and, and the reason that I decided to do that is because, um, you know, things in the, in the state of Illinois the last few years have been really awful. Things have been really difficult. And as a social worker, my job is to try to help uh, families come up with resources or listen to them and, and um, try to find different ways to help them through their struggles. In the last three years, it's been really hard. So um, if my students uh, ever were having any signs of anxiety or depression, my job is to try to find services for them. Now, unless my students are suicidal or homicidal, I can't find help for them. There's something wrong with that. There's a lot of other reasons as well, but I got to a point where I was tired of, of complaining. I was feeling helpless at work. I don't like feeling helpless. I'm a doer. I like getting things done. And so I got to a point where I said, I'm done complaining and I'm going to try to do something about it. So almost two years ago now, um, I decided that I would run for state representative. Our theme this year is, it is up to me. What does this mean to you? When I decided to run, people were like, well, there's such a mess in Springfield. It's such a complicated environment. Politics are dirty. Why don't you just keep doing what you're doing? Like, um, why would you want to go and do this? And I decided if I, if everyone were to say that, if everyone were to say like, who cares and, and let someone else deal with it, there wouldn't be leaders that we could be proud of. So it was up to me to stand up and say, I can do this. I have the passion, I have the energy, and I have the support for my friends, family, and community. So it's up to me to stand up to do it. So I think that what I take away from this and what I would encourage all of you as students to do is 
to say, like, it is up to me. Like, I can make a difference. Each of you can make a difference. It's in each of you to, to make a change. And it, it's as simple as smiling and saying hi to someone in the hallway. It's as simple as um, someone who's different than you going up to them and, and starting a conversation with them. Everything you do every day in your life, there's different things that you can do that really will matter to someone else. Even if you never know the impact that you're going to have on them, I encourage each of you to uh, to look for ways to, to make someone's day a little bit better. Thank you, Ms. Via, for being with us today. Next time, can we be the first ones to interview you as a state representative? I would be absolutely honored. Absolutely. Muchas gracias por estar con nosotros. Hasta la próxima. Muchas gracias a ustedes. Broadcasting from our studios at Lehman Middle School in West Chicago, Illinois, this was Latinos in Action Podcast. Latinos in Action Podcast was brought to you by latinosinaction.org and Lehman Values. Everybody in with Lehman Values. <laughs>